I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind, and the business got me stressed in the red room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know, the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, they used to pull a kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. Where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? 2017. Yeah. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Mm Mm-hmm. But you over there. It's been a, it's a, mm-hmm. been a minute, y'all. It has. You've been gone. I've been you? gone. Look, I was I was at a couple of cons, and then I had mm-hmm. a wedding, and I wore my Star Trek dress. Yes. Really? At the wedding? <laughs> yes. You got pictures? Look. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's my sci-fi writing fam, and so okay. they got married. So Carmen, shout out to Carmen uh, Maria Machado, who got married to Val. Yes. So we had two lovely wedding dresses mm. banging. And I knew that Carmen and her vows were going to say something sci-fi because she's a sci-fi <laughs> writer. So I'm like... I'm gonna have this bitch set up. Okay. Came in with the I had the Star Trek cocktail dress. So it was lovely. The mm. red. I had the big petticoat, black petticoat underneath so it fluffed out a little bit. Oh, okay. My little heels. <laughs> I even had on my little um my necklace that I got from Think Geek that's like a uh, it's the representation of our Milky Way galaxy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you can awesome. tell me nothing. I walked in that wedding. I walked in that wedding like, what? Do y'all need me to stand by the brides? <laughs> Do y'all need some photo bombing? So anyway, I've been gone for a minute. I was on the East Coast and I got back. And so, yeah, you, you guys went on and did your thing. And shout out to um, Manel and Chris, Chris and everybody else who came in who um, basically, you know, stepped in for me. My How'd sister had to go and do her thing. And it was mm-hmm. hot as fuck back East. <laughs> Y'all can keep that and, and your brick and your heat and all that. But anyway, I'm glad to be back. Okay, look. I'm excited today. I know. Like, I just drove in from Phoenix yesterday. Yes. Why did it take me from 10 a.m. to 7 o'clock at night? To no, sir. Home? Here's why. So I drove my 1974, 75 Grand Torino trying to be cute. You know what? Oh, I don't know why. Well. Bitch overheated, didn't I? Oh, hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> Look. The price of being cute. Okay, <laughs> and why did I get to Phoenix and then the AC broke? <gasps> broke the belt so that that didn't work anymore. Had to put it. I was just having trouble after trouble with that damn car. Once I got there, so I was like, "Well, I got to drive home because I got to be here to get y'all." Especially, I know you was leaving today. Yeah. So I was like, "I have to leave on Monday." So I drove in 116 with no AC. <gasps> My dad put this little portable little fan. <laughs> With some it's ice cubes? Did you have like a bowl no. of ice cubes in he front of He wanted to build something. I was like, that ain't cute. I ain't putting that in my car. <laughs> wow. I He's trying to heat. save your life. <laughs> Why did I get to Palm Springs, pull over to get some gas? I get out the car and I almost fainted. Oh, like, my goodness. Like sick, 
like dehydrated, and I was sipping on his herb the whole time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what did it. No, I don't drink. <laughs> He's gonna put a disclaimer had, at the end of this. Right? No, okay. Still cool water. <laughs> no, I had I had about five frozen ices that of course melted by the time I got to that point. Right. And I had a giant thing of Gatorade that I was just sipping the entire time. Dang. So it wasn't like I wasn't totally what I thought dehydrated. Did you eat? No, no, I, no, he didn't. What did you eat? I, did, I had a, like a, I think when I stopped in Quartzsite, I had a um, egg salad sandwich. Mm. Yeah, no. And and some cookies and some shit. Oh, God. Anyway, you know, healthy stuff. <laughs> no protein. So true. No. So true. I'll Ooh. keep this short. i keep this short. <laughs> so I had to sit there for two hours trying to calm down. And my husband was going to drive, like, to come get me. It got to be messy. And then my car was leaking um, coolant. The, the, the oil light kept coming on. Oh I had to keep putting oil. It was, like, a ridiculous thing. I'm just glad but you I'm got here. to us. Yeah. And, and, what, and what is the lesson here? You um, leave baby girl take here. Take to another shop? No. You, you, <laughs> keep, you keep her. She's L.A. only. <laughs> yeah. Starting in L.A. only. Not yeah. no long road trips. Right. I just got a brand new engine in that damn I thing. I was like, it should be fine. <laughs> I know. $20,000 in that damn thing. I know. Ooh, Anywho, <clears throat> I digress. Welcome to the show, y'all. Hi. Hi. Hello. I see you over there. Hey. So to get some context, last year we had Joelle Monet. We had. I'm not. I'm gonna tell the truth <laughs> because I was so psyched, and then when it didn't happen, my heart like I literally I was a human burrito for a couple of days because my heart hurt <laughs> because you know my favorite peeps, you know black women who are nerdy, who are smart, who are sophisticated. You know, and your Twitter peeps. I give you. Came nerdy. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so we had Joelle, we had Lauren, all the way from. Canada, mm-hmm. and we taped, and it was awesome, it was and we got it episode. in. It was classic. Uh-huh. It was like peak blackness <laughs> up in here. <laughs> and then we lost it. It didn't show up. So it happened. Well. No, I know, I know. Stop, no, no, stuff happens. And so we told Lauren, anytime she ever comes back to LA, she's got to come back and get Joelle in here too. So we're back again. So this is like for real, for reals this time. So uh, folks, fam, if you hear me. Tapping him or saying, mm-hmm. "Can you check the tape?" <laughs> I just want to make sure we're there. So, anywho, go ahead and introduce our peoples. Is that right? What's up, y'all? Y'all already have my little introduction. What's up, Lisa? Lisa, Cope, I'm good. I'm good. JM, I'm good. AKA Street Nerder. Yes. AKA your favorite Afro Sister what? Yes. Sister Ratchet. Yes. Sister Ratchet. Did you say Sister Ratchet? Sister Ratchet. Amazing. Sister Ratchet. The Black Gidget of Mission Beach. The Black Gidget of Mission Beach. Exactly. What up, girl? Welcome back to the show. Yeah, so we're going to get it in. I'm going to have them introduce themselves because they're so fabulous and they're smart and they got bios at the yin yang. So we'll start, mm-hmm. Joel, we'll start with you. Yeah. Uh, she a guys. pro, okay. She be on her mic Do your regular yeah, thing. Because yeah. you've been with us. She's fam. She's been with us before. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, so I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com every Wednesday at yeah. Shmo's No. Um, uh, also, to, what, what is today? Today's Tuesday. Tuesdays I do this new show called Headlines with Headliners where it's three comedians and me talking about the news. It is ridiculous. It is foul and nasty, <laughs> but also <laughs> hilarious. That's on Black Hollywood Live. And oh my God, I got to go sit in on that. I and really snacks. appreciate people checking that out yes. because it's maybe one of the funniest shows I do and also the most ignorant. Like mm. th- That's your job. <laughs> it's like, ignorant. Okay, like got it. Ignorant, dirty stuff. Like, Redonkulous. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and then I have two new articles up at the Mary Sue. Uh, currently out is my uh, recentering of black women and the conversation surrounding the color purple. Yes, and then um, coming out tomorrow the play or the movie. 
based on all the controversy, all, okay. yes. all the controversy centered around white women, mm-hmm. and yes. then the Marines reached out and they're like, "Hey, we feel like we haven't heard black voices," and I was like, "Well, nobody's talking about like why this film has value to the black community." Correct. Just like. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Because it's amazing. So (laughs) so I tried to point that out. And then um, I have an article coming out with them Wednesday, tomorrow, um, on Bill Quiz and how the show did her better than the books. Yes. Can you say that one more again? The show... Did it better than the books Thank when you. it came to Bill Quinn. Thank you. Because she's a straight G in the show. Yes. I freaking love her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we had her on the um, After Buzz show uh, last night. Awesome. Yatiti, and uh, she is amazing. Like, she's just as beautiful look, in real life. Look, she's the only reason why I went ahead and did my free seven-day free stars mm-hmm. thing <laughs> to watch American Gods, mm-hmm. and now I got to go back and pay because I got to see the last few episodes just I because know. of her. I binge four I'm, episodes. I'm honest. I'm honest. Wait, so look. you don't even know. Okay, so you haven't seen the finale yet? No. Okay, well, when you do, hit me up on Twitter so we yes. can have the conversation. Because then we can talk. Why it's better. Yes, yes. All right. Lauren. Hi. What's up, Canada? Not much. <laughs> We're going to soon call you Hollywood in a minute. Hollywood. Hollywood. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, I'm Lauren Warren. I'm a writer. I'm. I will say I'm a filmmaker. Yes, yes. Yeah, you are. I'm say a it, podcaster, yes. mm-hmm. uh, pop culture junkie, Twilight Zone and Otter enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to get some whoa, stuff whoa, whoa, done. Why is she a young youth? No, tell them your podcast. <laughs> tell me the name of your podcast. I am one fourth of a podcast called The Nerds of Prey. Yes. Yes. We are four black, geeky, nerdy women. We talk about comic books, we talk about TV, we talk about film, we talk about video games. Since um, we're into black women, shout their names out so people know exactly mm-hmm. who we're talking about. Who's Hello. Hello, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Hello, CG. Yep. And hello, Mel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Talk to you guys soon. We're yes. recording soon. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I, I download this stuff. And when I'm doing my long road trips, mm-hmm. usually I'm, I'm reading the Lemonade Show, you know, nerds, I'm, all the podcasts, especially the ones with black women. Mm-hmm. That's what gets me up and down. Like when the radio station is not doing great mm-hmm. and like my, my, you know, my iPod is just not, my music's not bumping. Mm-hmm. I listen to the podcast. I just cackle. So if you've ever been on That's the i5. That's me all the look, way here. I'll if you've ever been on the i5 late at night, <laughs> <laughs> that long stretch before I get down to like the, the Marine base mm-hmm. down in Dago and like San Onofre, that area over in there, and you hear just loud cackle. That's me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Howling. Laughing. <laughs> And we got our other buddy in here who might interject a little bit. Mm-hmm. So if you might hear an extra voice, you want to tell him who he is. Uh, I'm uh, Joel Monique's brother. Uh, you can find me at um, What's your name various Seven Elevens. I'll get to that in a second. Is your picture up? Why? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Um, you know, uh, I'm, my name is Justin. By the way, I just came out here um, uh, again, second time. Uh, hopefully, it'll work out better this time. I've uh, been gone for a year, uh, and now I'm back here just uh, doing my thing. Joel's showing me around the city. Um, it's been what, pretty fun. What you here to do? Um, I've been doing background and like audio stuff, like uh, ADR for yes. different films and stuff. But mm-hmm. my passion is music. I absolutely okay. love music. Um, I'm trying to look for collaborators out there, especially people of color yes. that I can get in the studio with. Because everyone I try to talk to, like, yo, I make music, and they're like. Oh, you make beats, and it's usually a white guy looking for some rap. And, stuff. and I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. I'll work with you, but what are your skills? And they don't—they've never made a song before. And I'm like, yo, someone, someone help me. Someone point me out to someone who knows what they're doing, and I can make some money. I can make you all some money. Let's do this. I heard, okay. I heard that. His name is Justin, by the way. He don't want to tell you his whole name. <laughs> 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 Show some receipts. Okay, okay, okay. Here you go. I, I heard, heard it. I suppose I receipts. Heard it. Like. 
I know what I said. And I said what I said. So we're going to get into this because we're going to talk about all things black. I'm sorry, gentlemen. This might be a moment where it's going to be black women is woman and stuff. Do your thing. Jump in because I feel like a lot of times we don't center black women in our voices, and there's just stuff been going down that's just redonkulous, mm-hmm. and we need to talk about it. Okay. So I brought the sister in, mm-hmm. so feel free to interject <laughs> yeah. and say what you got to say too. But I'm just letting y'all know it's black women's up in here. <laughs> it's about to get real. So first things first, let's get into how did y'all feel when you saw the Black Panther trailer. Uh-huh. Literal hair standing up on my arms, and I was in the grocery store. Wow! And I stopped, and I saw my phone was sort of buzzing, 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 and I said, "Oh, the trailer must be out." So I'm like in the cold food section watching it on my phone, and showing it to my friend. Look, look, it's out! It's out! It's out! <laughs> it is one of those things where I feel like the first watch happened so fast. We're like, yeah, it's like when you come down for Christmas morning, and your parents just did extra, and you're like, well, I don't even know where to start. There's so yeah. many things, and it's all so beautiful. Right. And then by my like twentieth watch. I was like, oh my God, look at these clothes. Extravagant. Yeah. When are we going to see the cosplayers on the floor? Ruth yeah. Carter like, did her thing. Like, She's already figured out her outfit. and she's in their 20s looking fly as hell, like killing the game. Like, mm-hmm. it, is, it is like an emotional experience in and of itself. Just, just the two minute trailer. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not I, even a trailer. It's the teaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the teaser was not even a full, just, yeah. Isn't the teaser... I feel like we've lost the meaning of what a teaser really is. Because you do teasers of the teaser of the teaser. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at that point, I really just didn't care. I just, I loved what I saw. Right. Um, and I, I mean, anything that makes the hair on my neck and arm stand up on end, I, I just was like, like, I needed a moment to, right. to process it. Right. It was like, this is good. This means so much to so many people. Yeah. And I know they know that. Right. Um, and I just couldn't wait to see what other people thought. Especially on the heels of Wonder Woman. And of course, Mm -hmm. I'm a Wonder Woman stan. Mm -hmm. And of course, some of the criticism that the Wonder Woman movie got when their trailers started coming out, even their teaser trailers was, where were the women of color? Mm -hmm. And even when we watched the movie... Mm-hmm. And the best part, of course, is the beginning when they yeah, were on the, the island. The first sequence. And then, yeah, and then after that, afterwards, it was like, eh, okay. But no it was... Man was dope. Yeah, it was but just... That, it, was okay. it was just... I really liked that person. Yeah, it was... No, yeah. it did what it was supposed mm-hmm. to do. Right. I love the message at the end of Wonder Woman. She right. was love. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's a great foundation for them to jump off and do more good stuff with it. And, Absolutely. of course, me being a, a Wonder Woman fan... It felt like a Marvel fan, movie. Yeah, Let's just be real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it um, <laughs> pretty much... Betty, she upgraded. She she mm-hmm. said this is how a super movie is supposed yeah. to be superheroes, and you know it, it is what it is. It has its criticism. I thought she was a perfect Wonder Woman for right. me. Right. For me. Well, you know what? I I had my doubts, mm-hmm. but I feel like she did she did well, and mm-hmm. she represented. And I think there's room for growth. And I have to give actors that opportunity, just like I give mm-hmm. guys opportunities to True. do better and grow. Um, gal's gonna do her thing. Now, with that being said. <laughs> When it came down to the the the, the <clears throat> Black Panther trailer, mm-hmm. like literally, I spent the whole day watching it over and like you said, yeah. the first watch was this can't be real, like it's for real. Yeah. It's Lupita. It's it's oh my god, there's Florence. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, there's, and Angela. Oh my god, there's yes. Denai. Yes. There's Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. who was the storm we all wanted, but we never got. <laughs> and so, now we kind of get her. Wow, she looks amazing. She looked amazing. Yeah. Yes, still look and like, like she's you said, 16, don't just right. the colors, the textures, <laughs> you, girl. bitch. When you saw one of my favorite actors, whose name is escaping me right now, even though I've seen him in every damn movie, he's the one who had the co- look. You notice some blackness <laughs> when your lip plate mm-hmm. is color coordinated. Oh yes, with Whoa. your tail suit. <laughs> Can we what, look? I'll just be fast forward. Let's winding. talk about no cause, look because like the like African styles, African cultures, African patterns are things like I feel like, especially as Black Americans, we like crave. You, you just want to see it. 
And we don't get in in a lot of our films and a lot of our viewings visual representations yes. of like good style. Like yes. when I when I learned that in Nigeria, like I'm seeing fashion shows and I'm like, girls, where, where? <laughs> bring them here? I will purchase these things. Listen, yeah. like and, and I know it's the same stylist as from Lemonade and Beyonce was yeah. wearing the clothes. Right. So I, I I like I like that we're getting to see. I think like the only other places we've gotten to see this is maybe like a little bit in Sense Eight mm-hmm. when we do mm-hmm. some of Caffius's stuff, especially now that he's moving around like upper echelon circles uh season two and then um jadea is the only other person mm-hmm. who we get to see here regularly mm-hmm. sporting these kinds of clothes and these looks mm-hmm. and it it is a look like it's just beautiful it is a mm-hmm. vibe mm-hmm. um not only that i just wanted to say something like the the thing about watching this trailer for me is the concept of black royalty. Yes. We don't get to see that ever. Yeah. And and the only time we do, it's in the context of Egyptians and they they are, you know, that's the only way that American society looks at Africans as royalty, but they mm-hmm. were there were many kings outside of yeah, that. Yeah, but they always try to say right. we weren't like there. Right. right, countries or whatever. Right. You know, right. and I don't know. It's just, and then the idea of technology. And one of my favorite people on Twitter and YouTube, since say, "Hey, shout out, girl," did a wonderful uh, piece about the idea of it's the first time that Wakanda itself gives us a look of what African technology would look like without colonial input. Because mm-hmm. Wakanda is a place where supposedly no one knew about it, mm-hmm. so they were never colonized. Mm-hmm. So they don't have any type of European influence on anything. And so there were people who were upset, and y'all know this, who yeah. was upset because one, yeah. the lip plates, mm-hmm. the ear, spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bitch, they, spears have they have, look. Lasers. Lasers yeah. in them. <laughs> so so like, in the context, if you have been in your own space for thousands and thousands of years mm-hmm. with no white contact whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And now, mind you, you're, you're kind of going around the same time length that the Europeans supposedly are going on, but you have your own thing in parallel with it. You would have spears. Bitch, they had spears. Mm-hmm. Now, what embarrasses us is those respectable Negroes who get upset because anything <laughs> that they've been indoctrinated to believe and their colonized mind, black people, y'all got to decolonize your mind because they got embarrassed. They got embarrassed with the lip plate. They got embarrassed with what we look like when we are allowed mm-hmm. to be ourselves mm-hmm. on the original continent. Mm-hmm. So when they saw those bald head black women looking fabulous, <laughs> when they saw us walking around, look, and we weren't even like naked <laughs> in these trailers. Like we had right. clothes that were just shaping. Now we can't be mad that black women got beautiful bodies and mm-hmm. things just pop out and look fabulous. <laughs> right? Don't get jealous, bitches. That's just how it is. <laughs> Genetics is like that. Mm-hmm. The thickness just comes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just there. Deal with it. Embrace it. You cannot Love buy it. it on eBay. Love bitch. it. You can't <laughs> buy it on eBay. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, Kylie and you guys in the car. You can't buy it on eBay. This is, this is not for you, but you can come and enjoy it. Right. So it was kind of interesting seeing the conversations from black people mm. who were just so worried about they're making us look bad. And, and there's one Hotep Ashley Larry, whose Ooh. name shall be Damn, unnamed, Ashley who basically, Larry. yes. Bring it back. If I could give him a tub of shea butter to swim in, I would. You don't need a tub, just a constant just spraying a con- Just a constant spraying yeah. you know, It was like, there was just so much happening and the conversations that were coming. Mind you, this movie ain't even coming out till next year. <laughs> right. So black people have already elevated the game in mm-hmm. social media and how to promote films. Mm-hmm. So it was just interesting to watch. And like, I'm one of those people that watch it every day. When I say I watch that trailer every day, <laughs> I watch it. That's had, my morning uh, 89 million views in the yeah. first 24, 24 hours. hours. Yeah. And I saw people say, I'm probably 1,500 of those. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. not only was I watching it, I was going on YouTube and watching other people's reactions to it. Oh, yeah. Right. The I was watching. Down. 
Yes. I was watching black women's reactions to mm-hmm. it. I was watching white people and Asian people's reaction mm-hmm. to it. I was watching people who were upset and had reactions against that. And it was just the fact that people were watching and talking about it. It was right. so powerful. Right. You Absolutely. know? And So they pulled a Luke Cage on them. Damn near knocked out the internet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we can't, we got to also talk about a little bit how they try to be slick and they dropped it. During Wonder Woman weekend, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that was like we go. They're making a point. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like we coming, bitches. Yeah. Like I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah, Wonder Woman came in number one. <laughs> they pulled a Kanye. Weekend. They pulled a Kanye. It's like I'm gonna let you finish Wonder but Woman. T'Challa is around the corner, so exactly. just gotta let. And you can know. we give it up for Chadwick Boseman's back we when he better. comes walking down, and he's like looking <laughs> up at the people. And he's walking, and it's like that tattoo across, and he mm. just looks. One, oh my god. Do we like Chadwick? We Boseman? love Chadwick. <laughs> of course. That's my cut. We love all the black men. And, and Michael Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he watched Chow. Oh, Eric, Chow. Guys, look. Guys, guys, look. We get a black villain who looks somewhat artistic, which mm-hmm. I feel like is very rare for yes. black villains. Like, yes. Yes. they're just massive or gangsters or whatever. Like, yeah. he's got those side dreads a la Jaden Smith. I was like, <laughs> I live. I live and breathe for this. Okay. And he still looks badass as hell. Like, <sighs> yeah. It's, yes. it's just, it was just a wonderful thing, and I'm just excited about it, and I yeah. can't wait to see it. Y'all know it's going to be a national holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all might as well start be getting our church clothes. Nobody's coming. <laughs> Nobody's going to work. work. I'm lying. You have a date Look, no, I we don't. don't. I picked out my outfit. It's I, black History. It's coming out in February. I'm okay. Ready. Yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm like, wearing all black. I'm gonna have the one black glove. Listen, <laughs> listen, and the food stuff. I'm, I'm bringing in a picnic basket. When I tell you Pan every Africa theater will Popeyes <laughs> because I will be in every theater with Popeyes. I'm ready. Listen, for it. listen. Y'all gonna be I'm gonna have it, look. My food, no, there will my be food, no sneaking. My, it's my like, food what are you gonna do? Gonna be stop me? Walking in bed. Yeah. Yeah. Stop me. What? 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 Sorry. And if our flight tries to say something, if our flight tries to say something I'm coming in with Pan-African I'm coming in with Ethiopian honey wine <laughs> I'm bringing the chocolate fries I'm bringing stuff from the Caribbean I'm bringing all the foods Give me all the fried plantains all yeah, thank you Somebody's all the blackness worldwide and, and all kinds black of good food stuff. that any black person who left the continent ever made <laughs> Wherever your ancestors landed when they got off that boat, whatever y'all was eating, I'm bringing it in the theater. It's going to be cornbread. Yep. Four types. Sweet tea. The sweet, the not sweet, the one on the skillet, the one you bake in the oven. I'm just going to be all of it. All the sweet potato pies. Y'all think I'm joking. The black All bottom. the collard green, all the greens. <laughs> We're gonna okay. show out and show up Listen. so bad. It's gonna Co- be so it's amazing. Gonna smell, <laughs> it's gonna smell like coconut oil and shea butter. <laughs> and Dax hair grease. And- <laughs> Blue magic. Blue magic hair grease. Blue magic everywhere. Yes. Yep. People yes. getting the hair did in the theater. <laughs> we gonna have we gonna have the choir. We gonna have an intermission. The choir comes out. Wow. And then we gonna get back in line and do it all over so again. St. Louis Gospel. Let's gonna Listen, come in. That's and do right. Listen. And then they're gonna be after parties. Like, I was even watching people on YouTube from the continent. Mm-hmm who were just overjoyed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. one of the best things for me is like only just black women, but watching black boys yeah. and black teenagers, mm-hmm. male teenagers, yeah. who can see a superhero that looks like them. Yes. You know what I mean? Just yes. their joy. Like one kid that was watching, he was like, oh, he's from South Africa. Like, oh, it's African. And then he was like crying. Like, Aww. y'all don't understand. I was like, oh, we get it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so we get it. It's going to happen. So I figured we start with that joy, that mm-hmm. black joy, mm-hmm. seeing all the gorgeous black women in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Mickey Kendall said on Twitter, hey, Mickey, she said that we got more black women in the entire t- 
teaser trailer damn. than we got in Wonder Woman, and probably every damn near the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, movie you take, in a long time. Yep. You take every superhero movie from DC or Marvel, you could probably even throw your independence in there, and you probably have more black women in Black Panther than you have in yep. the entire diaspora of mm-hmm. who are doing yeah, things. Right, right. And can we just take a moment, just the Lapita walk? Mm. When she walked in mm-hmm. and then the hair and, and did the look, look, I was slowing shit down and watching it in slow mo. <laughs> Even Lapita was tweeting out that she had to watch her own damn self <laughs> in her apartment and say, oh my God, that's me. You know how mm-hmm. powerful that is for her to see herself where mm-hmm. one, she's not being a slave, mm-hmm. where she's not being CGI, mm-hmm. where she's not some background character, where mm-hmm. she's walking in doing some shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready listen, to go. Yep. listen, yep. the colors. And you know the music. Look, they had the damn nerve from the teaser trailer. <laughs> Run the jewels. Come on, we'll kill the mic. You didn't Look. even realize that none of them actually spoke. Like the 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 everything was just so powerful. Yes. Like, Wait a second, Chad didn't even say nothing. Lupita didn't even it was say all anything. images. Like, all images. Does not have to say anything. <laughs> when you see it, the visual that's all you need. And I didn't even realize that until somebody pointed it out to me. It was like, what, do you, what lies you tell? Wait a second, they didn't. Look, <laughs> the only people who talked were the two it. white characters yeah. in the beginning. And then the rest of it was, was just music. Art, it's music and yeah. the visualness of just. But it's like I kind of that's all I really needed, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, it looks weird, but it was like I. Hey, that's kind of all I needed. One like, shut up before we, we switch stories. The amount of black women creatives behind. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, listen, behind the scenes, making sure that cinematography these fit to us. Cinematography. The cinematographer is a woman. Yep. Yep. Sister. Yeah, wow, Ryan Coogler always uses women. Cinematographer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ruth Carter, shout out to Look, if she don't win a damn Oscar, mm. girl, I've been threatening for years <laughs> to go up and be outside <laughs> waiting on the red carpet for them to come out. I'm not playing this year. She's been nominated several times and she is serving a vibe. She is serving a mood for the century. Mm-hmm. Okay? Look, just who else? Who is the other female woman who's on there doing big things besides the cinematographer, the costuming? There's somebody else. Do we have a female editor? I can't remember. I think she might be. It I might be a female so. editor. I think yeah. it's the one from Moonlight, right? Is it the same? Yes. 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 Yeah. yes. 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 So it's like Ryan Coogler surrounds himself with women who do the do, and yep. he understands and appreciates women. So shout out to him, because yep. he's doing a hell of a lot mm-hmm. more than a lot of our <coughs> statelier mm-hmm. brother people we've been supporting mm-hmm. for years. That's right. But I digress. Now we're going to move into Ugly. I want to talk about Sophia Coppola Mm. and this whole beguiled. So, tell the story. What happened? So, Sophia Coppola, who I appreciate because her daddy is the god. Yes. Okay. So, and here's the thing. I'm gonna probably have some people like, "What, Lisa?" And I'm, I'm for one thing. I appreciate the fact that she's honest about what she does. Yep. Mm So we have to be very clear about that. As Maya Angelou once said, when people show you who they are, yep. believe Listen. them. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay? Exactly. So here's the story. So Beguile, I guess it won some big stuff at the Cannes. And basically the story, it was remade. It was an old movie that was made originally the first time I saw it years ago when I was a kid with Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. And it did have a black woman in it. But it takes place during the Slavery Times Confederacy. And it's basically it's white women um, in the Beguiled. And I guess they're at a school and basically the... Confederate wars come through, the unions come through, and it's these white women who are struggling to survive mm. during slavery days, and they ain't got no slaves around them, and there's no other colored people. And so one of the controversies that came through was Sofia Coppola said that she didn't put any black women or black characters in there, and particularly black women, is because she felt like, one, one of her, her reasonings was she didn't feel like she can do it justice, and she didn't want her audience. She said she had young women who watch her movies, and she did not want them to... She didn't want to mess it up and do it wrong 
And she didn't want to put that in her movie for her young women viewers she to see that. She Lisa and got consultant, though. Um, but, you know, but the thing is this. When she said that, what she's really saying is, I just wanted to make a white movie with white women. Like every other movie she's like done? Like every other movie she's done. Because yeah. she's gotten a lot of accolades for stuff. And let, let me just be real with y'all. I don't think her stuff is really that good. It's not. I think name... Yeah, nepotism helps. Mm-hmm. really helps yeah. and I think that a lot of times because we've only had critics who have been majority white males who really don't know film that well <laughs> they've been controlling the narrative in terms of what good film is for the last 100 years mm-hmm. since film has been around say that <laughs> and what's happening is this is the first time they're getting some pushback and particularly from black women who are like uh, hold up you need to be intersectional, you need to be nuanced, mm-hmm. you need to keep it real. So on the one hand, I appreciate her saying, look, I don't want to do black people or any people of color. Right. Like, this is what I want to make. And you know what? That's real. Because right. I have to look at in terms of one of my favorite directors. Um, oh, God, why is her name escaping me? Uh, What'd she do? She always does uh, films with men. Hmm. Bigelow? Catherine Bigelow? Catherine Bigelow. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, and I had some issues with the Detroit thing that's coming up, but you know what? Sometimes, you no, know, people do their thing, and, but I have to look at Catherine Bigelow, who never really does films with women, pretty much. She always has this thing about men, and I respect that because I think she's trying to figure out something about masculinity mm-hmm. and men, especially with films of dealing with war mm-hmm. and, and violence and those type of things. So I get it that people who are artists have their niche and their thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave, Kat, I'll leave her alone. But... We're going to come back to Sophia, Miss Sophia. <laughs> I got my big bitch. <laughs> we got to come back to Miss Sophia because when she said that, and I have to also say this, did y'all see, because I had to like mute the beguile because they were promoting it in my timeline. It was mm-hmm. terrible. And look, one of the things they said, it's this, this, and then they said the word savage. Yeah. And when I hear the word savage, that's black vernacular. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah. when we call it, because I have to talk to some native folks and explain mm-hmm. them the difference between when black people use it and when white people use it. Right. And we right, had right. that conversation. So when we say that, so when you ain't got no black peoples in <laughs> right. your movie, mm-hmm. right. I feel like you should not be using our vernacular. Mm-hmm. Or there was, a, there was a picture of Nicole Kidman into the left of it. It was hashtag HBIC. <laughs> and I was like, who who did this in in Canva well, this is the same. with a ten year old intern? <laughs> like, this is the same film no. that, uh, um, oh gosh, the two girls, the two leads, but not Nicole, uh, L and um, L Fanning. Yeah, what's her name? The and other one, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, Kirsten they Dunst. did the throne photo from Lemonade with Beyonce. Ooh, where that wasn't just lemonade. Like, that was just lemon juice with water. Yeah, <laughs> no, no sugar, no uh, sugar. Uh, this is why you follow we need some hair grease because <laughs> she's snatching edges up in here. Exactly I was not ready. I was not ready for Sorry. that. Did I say that part out loud? You're supposed to warn people (laughs) so I can tie the hair up and be ready for that (laughs) snatching. But I see how this is. All right. But, you know, when it comes down to it's like, I don't, and and she said it, I basically don't want to, you know, and most of her views, let's be honest, most of the people who are going to watch her films are white women anyway. Yeah. Okay. Let's be real because we have our niches. I appreciate her saying, though, that it might have been out of her depth. I'm glad that that she realized her limitations. Right. But it just seems like the backpedaling that ensued when everyone's like, but that character was there before. The character was there before. Is there no way that you could have at least, like you said, consulted with someone right. mm-hmm. to ensure that it was done right? It, it, it's we all do. You have a law questions. show. You bring in a lawyer right. to consult your show. One so why person you, could have easily solved no this problem. No, right. I bet you know. 
she didn't even apparently she didn't even know what the somebody told her in an interview. Well, it's wonderful how your phone passes the Lisa, Bechdel test, yes, and she was like, "What's that?" I have a consultant. I'm sorry. <laughs> You'd be she didn't even know what it I, was. I go, Pilar and all the rest of them could do it, bitch. You could do it too. I'm going to tell y'all yeah. some shit. <laughs> you know, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day about how people could solve 99% of their problems ahead of time if they just stopped to ask a question or just mm-hmm. let someone in that room to say, let me tell you why this may not be a good idea. Right. And I'm not detracting from your project, but I'm just saying this could cause a headache. Right. This could cause two. This might cause three. But right. if you do this, you won't have any. And Google is free. Because yeah. you can Google a, t- a tag name and controversy yep. yeah. and see anything that's coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And get you some people of color friends and more than one, and not your and not your barista, <laughs> and not your yes, and not your barista, not, someone who works for you. not your not your yeah. landscaper, right? You know, a real, real friend. friend, right? <laughs> I think honestly, this comes from the culture of you. You have people here. Um, talking about how you know political correctness is is a scourge now, and it's not about yep. it's not about politi- being politically correct. I just want some respect. It has nothing. And, it, and I, again, I heard someone using this term on a TV show the other day. It's I think it was uh, Real Time with Bill Maher. It's not about <laughs> political correctness, and it's about positive um, attitude towards something. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, Bill Maher has his own problems, but this is someone else. And if you're coming to it with, hey, you know what? I don't think you're a racist, but I think this might be a problem here. That's a positive attitude. You're not mm-hmm. criticizing the person. You're just saying, mm-hmm. hey, you might want to check yourself a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you have so many people taking, saying, uh, taking offense, like, oh, you're politically correct, that inherently makes someone else incorrect. Mm-hmm. And that, again, is not coming at it from a positive attitude. Sure. That's the liberal side of it. Yeah. So when we can both meet in the middle and have that positive attitude, there's no reason we can't, like you said, solve 99% of our problems. A lot of people confuse uh, creative criticism with personal attack because they're so attached to their work. So if I'm telling you that the story is slightly flawed, I'm not saying you're flawed. I'm just saying that your methods of telling this particular story are flawed. If you take it as a reflection on you, that's your problem. Mm -hmm. But to say, hey, to erase a black woman from a story that revolves around the Confederacy when the whole Confederacy was started because... Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, revisionist history never helped anybody. Right. I have so, several points to make. <laughs> One, I find I it kind of bullshit that Sophia's like, I, there's just not enough time to do the things. Like, girl, I don't. Have you seen Sensei? I, I talk about Sensei a lot because I really enjoy the show. It's not a perfect show by any means, but the idea that you could take eight stories individually, combine them in one thing, and get real in-depth characterization easily means that you're just not trying hard enough right. to tell one woman's story. Essentially, if you watch the original, she's pretty much in the background too, but you get a lot from that actress, a lot of understanding of what her struggle is and the otherness of her. Um, so I think it's foolish that that kind of gets stepped over Mm -hmm. But to Lauren's point, I also think that as much as it's people being like, please don't attack me, Mm -hmm. my God, people want to just stand up and cape for Sophia so hard. And the same thing for um, Elizabeth, too, Mm -hmm. where they're just like, she just like hiccuped and you guys are just dragging her. And I don't understand why we can't just understand that she just forgot the name of the movie. Like, why (laughs) are you making a criminal case out of this? And I'm like, okay, well... Even if I forget, that does not make me... Like, if I forget at my job, just be like, I forgot. Like, Hold no on. one's like, okay. On. I got to interrupt you. There's no way she forgot. Nobody she writes a movie. Know. We all are writers No one here. forgets Nobody the writes purple. a movie based on something without doing the research. And those right. of you who right. don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Elizabeth Banks, who, who rightfully was making a critique 
she's at an event and she was talking about she was directing it at Steven Spielberg basically mm-hmm. saying that Steven Spielberg um, doesn't really make content you know and for his illustrious career mm-hmm. that centers women or has women leads and things like that so for you to talk about <clears throat> Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. I mean it'd be different if it was some obscure director mm-hmm. that right. maybe had a couple of films and you didn't know their their you know their whole history of film mm-hmm. and then you could be like oh, okay maybe you didn't know about that film but Steven fucking Spielberg <laughs> who was like everybody's daddy <laughs> if you grew up in 70, 80 you have seen something from his right. or has been influenced from him and he's had a huge impact on the industry yep. saying that for you not to know The Color Purple which yep. was not only uh, a Pulitzer Prize winning book, mm. you know, the play, it's, it's been around. Like, people mm. know about that. Yeah. Yeah. The Oscar is a musical. Yes. Like, yeah. it's, number, it's like number three on my so list. So it's not right. even like, right. you know, before, and here's the thing, I gotta warn people, if you're gonna say something about something and critique, please do your research on the filmmakers and look at their body of work and then right. say something. Right. Because mm-hmm. she, she was very correct in saying that a lot of his films are pretty much male-dominated, yada, yada. Right. But when you overlook The Color Purple, yeah. mm-hmm. they got the most nominations in terms of Oscars and ties in terms of a film having the most Oscars and not winning a damn thing. Right. Okay. Not a damn thing. So during that. What's it tied with? Is that Do the Right Thing? Or? Uh, it's another fame, not Do the Right Thing. It was another famous, I'll look it up. I okay. just, it's another, it's another white film. Okay. okay. Not that Color Purple is a white film, but I, it's mm-hmm. another film that was like the same thing. It got mm-hmm. all these nominations and then win shit. Not a single wow. thing. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and if you don't. Out of Africa won that year over America. Yeah. And so here's yeah. the thing. If you know anything about Steven Spielberg, I think during that time period in the 80s, days, Hollywood kind of had a thing against him because he was the golden boy and he was yeah. winning everything. And sometimes Academy members, y'all petty. Let's be real. Sometimes you're petty. Yeah. They it's know political. it. Sometimes yeah. it's political and sometimes it's petty. And mm-hmm. I, for, I got over it because mm-hmm. Whoopi eventually got her Oscar and, and, and Oprah's been stunting ever since. So mm-hmm. fuck that. <laughs> but with Elizabeth Banks, for her to say that, it was like, Another continuation of the erasure of black women. Yep. We had it with Gorilla when we had that conversation a couple mm-hmm. of months ago yep. with the film over in um, about the black. Not the, I won't say the Black Panther. The, the, the black show power on Showtime, yeah. right? Yeah. The Black Power yeah. movement that was happening over in England. Um, the same criticism we had in terms of the film Detroit with Kathleen Bigelow, Ugh. just with the teaser trailer yeah. right. and showing like, oh, you're going to have Detroit riot type stuff, but where are the black women? Because you know we was in that shit. Yeah. And you know, it just leads me back into this idea of when we talk about women and we talk about feminism and film and film criticism and supporting women filmmakers, white women filmmakers have a tendency to think that women filmmakers just means white women. Right. Mm-hmm. And they are constantly forgetting everybody else. Yep. But I will also jump in and say this, because there was another issue that just came down with Valerie when Valerie wrote the article about um, uh, Anna Lily Amanpour mm-hmm. who did if you, one of my favorite films that came out uh, last year was it last year or two years ago A Girl Walks Home Alone at yeah. Night uh, there was a Q&A panel for her new film she has a new film called Bad Batch and Jason Momoa mm-hmm. is in it what title and um, you know it seemed like an interesting dystopian sci-fi kind mm-hmm. of thing stuff that I would be interested in go seeing hell yeah mm-hmm. so when I was looking on an you know, looking on some tags and things on social media to see what kind of the, the, you know, what was the reaction to this film. I saw Valerie and a sister that was there and had a Q&A and mm-hmm. asked the question um, simply, why is it that, and she asked the director, Anna, who wrote and directed this film, mm-hmm. Bad Batch, why is it that the black characters in this film seem to get the worst deaths like mm-hmm. the most brutal mm-hmm. and they're pretty much the only ones I think that got really fucked up in this film right yeah. and it was in front of a child and there's yeah. one character yeah. who's I guess one is like Jason Momoa's quote I guess wife in the movie who is killed by this white woman in front of the, the daughter they're black and another black character that's visually killed and and it was respectfully asked it's a simple question mm-hmm. you know and I guess Anna 
twist a question back on her. Well, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And basically, the audience kind of turned on this young woman. Really? And basically, she yeah. left feeling horrible. Mm. And people were like, oh, why are you bringing this up? And blah, blah, blah. So I guess on Twitter, she started talking about it. And I guess Anna like blocked her and all this other yeah. stuff. And other people were caping for Anna, who mm. is a non-black person of color. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's a filmmaker whose work I really appreciate it mm-hmm. and who I was supporting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got to deal with some of these women who aren't black, who are erasing us and also making films mm-hmm. that are anti black. Yeah, it's great to be close to whiteness. You know, it's really great. If you can't be white, it's real cool to be as close to white as possible mm-hmm. and get these kind of. I mean, her career is like skyrocketing. Like, it's. She's the only woman I can think who's kind of done this. She's young, which is rare for women. Usually they have to be in this industry for a long time. She's uh, Iranian too, isn't she? Yeah, I believe so. I, yeah. She's not a billionaire, right. which, you know, uh, the girl from A24, or no, uh, gosh, what is her company? Yeah, I care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, you know, her daddy's a billionaire, and that's how she was able to get started so young. So there's a lot to admire about uh, Annalily as as a filmmaker. And I can't express in words how devastated I am at her reaction to this, to a simple question. Like, first of all, shout out to the Music Box in Chicago where this right. q was happening. Yeah. And uh, secondly, shout out to Valerie Complex, who, again, if you don't follow her on yes, Twitter, you, you need, need to. to. <laughs> she keeps these conversations going. She starts these conversations. And Valerie's been having a lot of pushback and attacks on social media yeah. for her criticism of mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. of people coming at Black Panther, and of course, this whole situation. And she wrote an uh, article in Medium, check it out, that talks about this. And she actually talked to this young woman who asked the question. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I think that we as black women need to be looking at in terms of our power and going into movies, number one, we dominate social media. I'm just going to say it. You can say everybody else what you want. Mm -hmm. But black women, we tend to like make shit happen. Yep. We, when there's live tweets going on for your show, if we standing for your show and we hype and we're your hype man, oh, your shit's going to do well. Mm-hmm. If you do something wrong and we're not tweeting about your shit, <laughs> your shit will disappear. <laughs> Bye-bye. So, <laughs> that show that said I'm tired of people tweeting. Your show didn't make it to a second season. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think one of the things I, as, as black women, especially those of us who are creatives, who are supporting other filmmakers and who've always been caping for other people, we got to weaponize our, our money and mm-hmm. be like, we're not going to support you and yeah. verbally state that. Yeah. And not be afraid to say it. Yeah. We're going to get some pushback, but we need people to support us who are allies. And not even though allies is a mm-hmm. problematic word, sure. you know, mm-hmm. I, I prefer ride or die. You're going to really do to do, right? Get right. your due. That, yeah. that counts for a lot of things. So I know one of the val- things Valerie was saying was that she had a lot of black guys stand with her. You know, a lot, a lot stand against, but a lot were mm-hmm. like, "Hey, you know, like she's right." And here, additional facts and points, and people would flock to these guys and be like, "You're so right. This is so smart." Massage like, really is real, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and she's just standing out there, like left on the sidelines, and it's. It's frustrating, especially when you have women like Valerie who are just so intelligent and catching these stories early, and then they're not getting the credit or the support that they deserve, particularly with instances like this. Like, You see pretty quickly that we are probably going to have to come help each other before anybody else will. What else? No one will have our backs as much as we have our own backs. When is that going to change? I'm sorry. But what's more disappointing for me, especially me being grown, you know, me and you are extra grown. We've Mm -hmm. been around, you know, (laughs) even though, even though people think, people really think me and Hilliard are really, really young and we're going to keep that because, (laughs) you know, we, that youthful spirit. Yeah. And it's like, but it's like, I'm more disappointed. Like, I expect bullshit from other people yep. who are not black. Mm-hmm. But what really fucks me up is when black men come at us. Ooh. No, I'm not even surprised anymore, to be honest with you. Which I, is a sad, I, I know. think. Which, mm-hmm. I, to I know. be so used to it. But this is what 
was talking about my article about like the color purple is just none of this is shocking anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it, the, to even get enough energy to incite a reaction would be too much at this point. Like right. we had old. I don't even. I'm not gonna say her name because she's. She's a rapper. She's on Twitter. She, she's a lesbian. And the other day, she's filming videos of herself talking about how she doesn't want to date black women. Black men were like, yes, this is exactly what we're talking about. This is why we don't want to date black women. Like, we all understand that you're talking to a black woman mm-hmm. right. about why she doesn't want to date all black women. So really, what she's doing is talking about herself. This right. is just self-hate. Right. And she doesn't see it. And that is devastatingly sad to me. A lot of people wanted to come drag her for obvious reasons. Like, please don't do this to us, sis. We don't need it. But I just kind of wanted to hug her. I'm like, maybe you don't know the joy of, like, black female sisterhood. Maybe no one has ever told you, like, that you're amazing just as a black woman, that you don't have to be anything else. Mm -hmm. And it, like, at this point, I think that is why I was so upset about the color purple. It's not so much that, you know, one lady called it a flop or that... And it was not. It was not. Right. She, de- oh, yeah. she deleted that tweet. <laughs> she did. And look, and she worked for IndieWire. She's yeah, the head she person of IndieWire. Yeah. She was editor I'm like, in bitch, charge. don't yeah. even... Y'all, y'all need to look at her resume and yeah. be like, what? So it was like a one-two punch that day. Yeah. And then people were coming from all sides with all kinds of defenses. Like, someone told me, well, making Elizabeth Banks trend isn't going to change civil rights. And I said, well, first, let me applaud you on that leap. Because no one was talking about civil rights. It's just that if she's out there and she's talking about no one has been influential, and he hasn't done this thing, and here are a million black people saying, but what about this really big thing right Mm -hmm. here? Right. it's a really big faux pas. Yeah. No one mentioned anything about civil rights, but again, kudos. Kudos for you. That leap in two you tweets was amazing. Okay. You didn't even stretch. Okay. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> but then I had men of both, both, from all backgrounds. What do you know about Spielberg? I mean, can you name something that he's done to counter her point? That okay. was the most annoying. What else has Spielberg done? Okay. Well, I'm not here to do your research well, for you, no. and I and I And I responded, because someone started to respond to him, and I said, the way his fingers worked to in the accusatory tone can also work in the question mode. Mm-hmm. So he can go to Google and type just as easily as he jumped into, into my timeline mm-hmm. to question my knowledge. But to answer your question... The Georgia Board of Regents bestowed a degree upon me that says my knowledge in film is sufficient for them. <laughs> and I have worked for several years toward this. So right. I'm going to say I know a little bit more than you having right. a tantrum in your mama's basement. Right. So, <laughs> and with that, you're supposed to you warn people. Look, I need to get some hair grease. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you, you just have to approach these people. And it's like, it's, it's a predictable uh, playbook. Right. First, they question your knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. Then they throw out the insults, and then it's the giant leap in logic, right. and then they disappear because right. they run out of ammo. Right. And and it's like between Elizabeth and and the other woman, Sophia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, and the, the critic. Yeah. Right. It's just like you know, I'm just gonna sit back and just watch this play out because I already know how this is gonna play right. out. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It happens every single time. Right. It's the same, same methods, same canned responses. And it's like, oh, I already know how this is going to... I'm going to say X, and you're going to say right. Y, and you're going to call me stupid, and then I'm going to block you. Most of the time, I'm playing bingo. Like, <laughs> yeah. shit goes yeah. down. Like, literally, I just pour my glass right. of wine. You're the real racist. Bingo! And I just put my bingo <laughs> chips down. I'm like, here it come. And then yep. I'm like, I wait for that. And my one black friend. And we got the and one black friend. Yep. Yes. You got a little checklist. Okay. <laughs> yes. There is an actual checklist that I That's do funny. keep yes. saved. And it's like... Let me open this up real quick and right. see how long it takes for it to, for us right. to at least get a row. Ooh, you know, I'm winning. Row. I'm winning today. 
when all this stuff was going down, my bingo chart was full, <laughs> which is not a good thing. It's not a good it's thing. It's not a right? good thing. So, well, saying all of that, as we wrap this up, what are some things that you think, as as for the for the three of us, because we mm. we are all we all do podcasts, we also do film criticism, mm. we're very vocal on on social media. Um, what is it going to take for us to like really? I can't even come up with the words for it because it just gets so frustrating. Somebody was the other day if I thought that my article would influence the way white women viewed the color purple. And I said, that's not the intention right. of the article to get white women to change their perspectives. The intention was to let black women know, like, I still see you yeah. and your shit is good enough. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I think I think the way forward is to stop asking for validation and start realizing that, like, we already have the space. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, the internet is, is the new frontier. The ability to create and cultivate your own audiences and then make money from that right. is mm-hmm. infinite. There mm-hmm. are, there's nothing that could stop you if you want to do it. Did y'all see... Uh, uh, Homegirl from uh, um, Master of None did a speech. <gasps> Lena. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Girl. Her speech, if you haven't seen it, you check it out. It's on YouTube. She's giving a speech about her starting in the career and how mm-hmm. black women essentially got her to She's a place yeah. to, to be teed up and then set her with a standard and said, you have go do the work now. Right. Mm-hmm. And she talks about finding that inner strength within, but also being allowed to be given the space by black people. Right. She do it with Gina's. That. Is that, is that the speech the Pride, yes, right, right. Right. Would, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, you know, was like, hey, get me Whoopi on the phone. Mm-hmm. And she right. was like, yeah, just give me her number. I'll call her. I don't have her number. <laughs> you know, and that's, if, you, if you've if you ever been thrust into Hollywood like that, you know, that, that's kind of what it's like. They're like, just mm-hmm. do it. You're like, I don't have the tools. And I can tell you in a second that if you're, I'll just be blunt. If you're working with white people, they're not going to give you the kind of leniency that black people will. They're not going to give you the kind of space to build and grow for the most part. You might get lucky. Mm-hmm. You might you might get one. But when I say black women have put me on, kept me up, and help make sure that I keep going forward, it, it is vital to my career that I be surrounded by black women yes. or I wouldn't have a career. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what it is, is. It's black women surrounding each other and continuing to lift up. Shout out to Jamie Broadnax and everyone at Black Girl Nerds yes. who mm-hmm. continues to make sure that we have platforms and spaces to share our stories. Especially those of us who are, who are making films and things. Yep. I know... Um, uh, who was I thinking of? There's so many black women right now who are doing short films, who are doing their Kickstarter, who are just getting out and just like, I'm not waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna make my own stuff. Shout out to Rebecca, who's going to be making her short pretty soon. Yes. With Jake Choi <laughs> and Soul Asylum. <laughs> but yes. you know what? It's just, just us doing our own thing, supporting one another. And I think that's what keeps me sane. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest. When you have to deal with a lot of the stuff, well, Hollywood stuff with the writing and all of that, it's been black women. Um, especially on social media, who keep me laughing, mm-hmm. who keep me from going outside and jumping in the middle of the street mm-hmm. and hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> because it's that humor and that sense of this too shall pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been through this before. Yeah. And also those brothers out there who 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 have our back. Yeah. Who yes. support us, who signal boost us, who yeah, reach definitely. out to us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that kind of thing. That was something I mentioned I had said yesterday when I sent out uh, an update mm-hmm. about my, my Kickstarter yes. campaign. And I said that's Let's talk know, about that. Okay. Um, well, yeah. So I, I, I had one for a short film that I wanted to do. And it was more that I wanted it to serve as like um, what they call like a proof of concept right. yeah. uh, reel. Because I right. didn't, I had this pilot and I have uh, some things that I've extracted from it that I wanted to film. And I had a Bible, but I wanted to put something together visually. Mm-hmm. It was still going to be a standalone, but it represented right. the right. proof of concept. Right. Right. Yeah. right. I've shot about 16 of those. Um, so it was just sort of this like 
well, let's just do it. Like, right. what's stopping us from doing it? And mm-hmm. and mind you, yeah, I have a degree in film, but the business has changed so much. Right. Okay, you know, since so, I feel like the best kind of education I can give myself about the industry now is a practical one, one that's filled with lots of trial and error. And that was kind of what this was. Well, let's just try and see if this method mm-hmm. works. Um, if we could kickstart something, the whole Kickstarter process and building a campaign and building rewards and things like that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Didn't work for us. Mm-hmm. Maybe this isn't our route. But in the six weeks that we had the campaign and in the two weeks that I've been here, I cannot tell you how much I've learned. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how inspired I am to go back and try again. Mm -hmm. I, it didn't work for me. Can I ask you a little bit more specific about like in general, like what did you guys do? And when you came here, what did you learn you did wrong? Do you mind admitting to that? No, 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 definitely. I definitely will. Um, I think, First location, mm-hmm. um, I think if we we were going to shoot it in D.C. because that's where a lot of uh, us are located. Like it's D.C. is sort of my second home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like if we did it elsewhere, either Toronto or here, might have opened us up to a bit more crew cast um, and, and just resources mm-hmm. in general, which yeah. is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just making sure that you have a dedicated person like on staff to run point for you yep. because it's very difficult to be writer and in it, and producer. You could have called Uncle Hilliard. I could have fixed and all it's that. Long thing. distance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's it's hard to plan a film in DC when you're in in Toronto. Right. So you need a point person. Team team mm-hmm. is very important. So you need a point person mm-hmm. to sort of take all those what could be mundane but could actually be big things and run point for you. Okay. Um, so it's just little things, you know, sort of team building and just organization and just having a point person, um, location and resources, or sort of the bigger things. Right. Um, when to do press, you know, doing press leading up to the launch as well as after the launch. You know, just the, if I'm looking at all five pages of stuff over here, I'm not focused on this over here. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's definitely not a one-man show. Right. You have yep. to be ready, willing, and able to let some things go. Mm-hmm. Um, I joke about being a type A Leo <laughs> control freak, but tis not the place to be one. Nope. Okay, <laughs> nope. Nope. There's a time and a place, right? Nope. And it is not when you are trying to make a short film. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to find you know, your people who you feel comfortable with letting this go. You run the ball with it. You, you know, take the ball and run with it. You get it done. Um, you handle the press. You handle the logistics right. and you handle the rehearsals so all I have to do is be the face and show up um, so it's just sort of little things and like I, I went to this event last night with um, uh, Ava DuVernay and some of the directors from uh, season two of Queen Sugar mm-hmm. and I watched how they talked about building this team uh, to cr- to craft this beautiful season mm-hmm. and how they all appreciate each other's work and, and, and knew each other's strengths and allowed them to focus and just use their their strengths and talents to make the, their best version of this thing. Right. And I thought, damn, like I, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here watching her, and they're all here for her, and that's something I, I want to replicate. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And so I, I felt like I just had a lot, you know, I, like I wasn't pressed about it at all. Like mm-hmm. it's like you know what. I'm getting the best education about this there right. is. Like mm-hmm. I'm literally boots on the ground in LA watching Ava speak, watching, you know, uh, having Eric Haywood give advice mm-hmm. and, and all these things. So I was relieved, to be honest. You mm-hmm. know, I was like, we didn't make it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Now I can make it better. Now you can reboot it. Now and I so can make guys, it better. Lauren is yeah. the inspiration. I met Lauren like a year ago when we were at TIFF. Mm-hmm. And 
I saw like the, Tiffany or uh, like, no. for, for the babies out there. At the Toronto Just International Film Festival. Because yeah. <laughs> I know <laughs> and I know one too. <laughs> um, but I saw that she had this. It was like a clear and de- like a clear determination. Like she knew what she wanted. Which I was twenty six at the time, and I was, and still am like you know it, it's a. Still trying to figure things out. Still trying to figure out, you know, where 100% do I want to land? Where do I want to end up? Where do I want to go? But in being able to follow Lauren's journey to figure out, like, yes, I'm definitely going to be a writer. How am I going to do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to just start talking to my friends online right. and then start sharing my ideas. Great. Cool. Then I'm actually going to, like, write the stories. Great. My stories are bomb. People like it. I'm meeting the right people. Right. They're, they're having good reactions to it. Dope. Build a following on Twitter, which... I don't know how organic that is of you just like being on Twitter versus how much like it's planning. otters. People love otters, <laughs> and they love when I pair the otters with it designer. Is okay, what I'm hearing. Get you a mascot, make it work. But just watching the whole plan come together, and and then watching you be like joyous in your patience. This has been my my goal this whole year. It's like to be able to find patience within myself because it's never something I've had. And I realize the more that I dedicate myself to this industry and this field, like it's, you have to have it. Or That's a facade, honey. Right. Let me tell you right now, I'm the least patient person you will That's ever meet. That's so good. That's I more was, inspiration. It's I fuel. Was, <laughs> I was born three weeks early. Like <laughs> it started then. Mama, I'm coming right now. <laughs> Bitch, ready, I got I'm work ready. to do. Okay. Like, <laughs> you're trying to do some things. But you know, I think, um, I think it's a combination of of your consistent drive of like I'm making this happen but that openness of being like but if it doesn't work out I'm still going to make it happen mm-hmm. and that's key because a lot of times when things don't go right we think that we have failed yeah. I don't think oh, it is a failure yeah. it's yeah. just a learning it's a lesson yeah. it's Every like time. okay what can I do better and I think a lot of people and I've seen it like a lot of our friends who've come through here you know over the mm-hmm. years when shit didn't work out and they didn't have the patience and the fortitude to keep pushing through yep. and then they just leave like I mm-hmm. you know and then other friends we've seen who kept at it mm-hmm. and then shit finally happened now it took 10 15 years mm-hmm. but I'm telling you they had the platform they were patient they did the work they did what they had to do and now they're they're, that fruits of that labor is coming through so those of you who are like oh it didn't work out especially if you're trying to do your kickstarters your Mm -hmm. shorts and things like that everything is a lesson yep fucking learn that lesson actually what i've learned is i don't mean to interrupt you a lot mm -hmm. of it is ego your yeah. ego's in a way of having to tell everybody we didn't raise the money. Yeah. Your ego's in a way to say we have to change the day we're shooting. Yeah. All that other stuff. And remember when I did Troublesome, my first film, we lost the day we we're going to shoot because the warehouse we we're going to shoot at lost a permit. Oh. So we had to wait like a month. So I had to tell everybody who was gearing to go in a week oh. that we have to wait a month. So of course yeah. I lost two or three people, whatever. But what I gained was all of a sudden the warehouse said, we're going to give you the warehouse. Nice. Oh, right? Okay. So I learned, oh, the patience mm-hmm. of, of the impatience, mm-hmm. actually you gain things that you wouldn't have gotten before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, every time now for the last, you know, since 2009, since I've done 20-something projects, now I'm at a point where I'm like, whenever something doesn't go right, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with it. Something's yep. coming for some reason. Like, we just had to postpone the pilot. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be there now. Mm-hmm. You know, shooting, well, now we're talking about August. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, something, we're going to gain something. Yep. Something's going to change. Because yep. we were going to lose one of the actors mm-hmm. if we shot last week. Mm-hmm. Now he can shoot him again. Right. And he just got a new TV show. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now he's even better. You know what right. I mean? So yep. you right. never know what's going to happen. Legit- I was legitimately giddy. Mm-hmm. Like, I-, I kid you not. Like, I... I- we didn't make it, but I'm about to see Ava tonight, okay. so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was. You have to sort of go into it 
with this expectation, you of course go into it expecting to be successful and that's reasonable and that's fine. But you also have to realize that it is kind of a crapshoot. You know, it it really is a crapshoot. There are a lot of projects out there um, in different formats and sometimes people want the thing, Mm -hmm. but they, they don't, they can't attach a dollar value to how much they want the thing. And so it doesn't always translate or they think they want it, but Mm -hmm. then maybe they don't want it that way. Right. There's so much data that I can get uh, now that the campaign is over on, you know, who clicked what and when and how many times and where they are. And that can tell me maybe what kind of stories they like. Are they more comic uh, leaning? Maybe they want it in a different format. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't wait to go back and sort of decompress and sort of debrief myself Mm -hmm. on what to do because, and I've already got like... 50 backup plans anyway. <laughs> it's just a matter of which one to do first. Exactly. So, oops, sorry. It's it's just been, it's it's been interesting, but I am all for practical education, right. uh, ups and downs all day long. And everybody's journey is different. So yep. don't look at somebody else's journey and think, that's the way it's supposed to go. It's yep. like, it's not. Everybody's yep. journey is different. Yeah, but I, I thank you for your, your kind words because I'm you, still cause trying to figure it out myself. I think <laughs> You're you always still trying to figure it out, just so you know. See, see <laughs> me being probably the most naive person in this room because I'm the youngest I assume I'm you know um, I'm the youngest <laughs> yeah, I, did, I didn't want to throw that out there <laughs> um, you know it's, it's very heartening to see that you know just because you failed at something doesn't mean you didn't succeed you just mm-hmm. haven't succeeded yet yeah. and, and I'm still in this transitional period where you know being a true adult is not needing validation for those tough life Correct. decisions. Yeah. But when you're in that transitional period, you're so you have a little bit of um, worry about like, oh, well, yeah. I chose this, and if I don't do it right, everything falls apart. And mm-hmm. putting that much pressure on yourself is the easiest way to succeed because you yeah. give up so much easier. Correct. And and um, saying all of this and realizing that right now, I still struggle with it every oh, yeah. single day. But, yeah. but that's why you have to find things that give you validation, yeah. whether it be your, for instance, like I could tell Lisa how great her script is, but if Ava DuVernay doesn't mm-hmm. tell her how good it is. She doesn't think it's good. I'm just generalizing. Right, right, Doesn't right. think it's good. Right. And you have to learn to to be validated by people. That's why you have to be validated by people you, people you trust. Right. You know what I mean? When she tells me my script is good, it's almost more important than my producer telling me sometimes. Right. Because I trust her more than right. anybody. You know what I mean? So it's, it's really about where your balance is. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm always telling young writers, Everybody says, fuck all the competitions and all that other stuff. I say submit it for you. Yeah. So that you can be like, wow, out of 3,000 people, I made it to the semifinals. Okay. So that means I'm in the top 100. Right. Right. So I still need to tweak the script a little bit. Right. That's why you do it. So you feel like at least I have something. At least I have something up under that. I feel like striving for those things, too, is what gets you... Uh, the, to the next step, usually right. it's those, yeah. those things you do for yourself. Those things that are just pure joy that people tend to latch onto mm-hmm. the hardest, and that get you to your next step. Yeah, I've I've been doing competitions for the last two years, and I'm I'm finally starting to get. I'm making some headway. Yeah. Nice. And I got uh, feedback notes from the pilot that I was trying to shoot the short right. film from. Mm-hmm. And I didn't open them right away. I said, I'm already sort of in this weird headspace because I'm overwhelmed by all the great things happening mm-hmm. on this trip. So you don't want to feel no I don't want to, yeah. And, I understand. And if it's I bad, I don't want to feel worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I waited until, I want to say maybe two nights ago. Oh, oh it was the night before the, the campaign okay. ended. And I opened up literally with one eye open. <laughs> <laughs> and... It was it was all good, 
with the exception of like, you know, just clean up this detail, yeah. clean up these, you clean up these That's details. Helpful. And I was like, oh, I did something right though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it felt good. I mean, they even said something to the effect of, and there are no grammatical or format <laughs> errors. And this writer really, this reader really appreciated that. And right. I was like, yes, yes. Type A for the yes. win. <laughs> but it's, 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 you have to find those moments that get you through. Okay. Well, we didn't do that, but I can do this good. Right. I can do this well. I can do right. this well. So, you surround yourself with people and things that you know are your, your sort of fallback. Um, you know, best case scenario, I'm going to go home tomorrow and I'm going to play Fallout for like two weeks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I'm going to shoot some super mutants and I'm going to take a little break and then I'm going to get started again. Yeah, yeah. And Because and, leaving this has never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Not doing this has right. never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. When I got laid off from my job at Satan's Workshop, that was the best damn she thing She Satan's Workshop. <laughs> I would always live tweet their shenanigans. She sure would, um, yes. For under the hashtag yes. Satan's Workshop. And people thought I was making it up. I'm like, no, this this shit is happening. This is real. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I might make a web series, possibly, nice. maybe, out of it. Um, because I had like 50 pages of notes <laughs> from my six years. I got the outline already. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode will be named after like a section in an employee manual. <laughs> that's a smart idea. I like so, that. So, like I said, I've got there's, see, there's me, ideas. I like that because that's what like what 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 Issa she used something from her past to mm-hmm. write something about you know her that first show. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like um, Diara Kilpatrick mm-hmm. with um, American Coco, mm-hmm. and now she's got other things going on. Yeah, she did. So you know that's my girl. So we're gonna have her on the show. She keeps going. Oh, I don't have anything to say. I was like, bitch, bitch you got <laughs> you know what? You see how we self-reject yes. ourselves and we, and we put ourselves mm-hmm. to the side like, what? Stop tripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll always have something to say. And that's actually, that which you just, that advice is the advice that Eric Haywood gave me mm-hmm. when I said, well, I feel sort of that I'm sort of this one note writer. Like I always write action stuff and I always make a note to put women, women are always the stars. Women of color are always the stars, especially black women, especially mm-hmm. black women like over 34 okay. because we seem to be a little bit That's left point of view. out. I don't mind that. Right? Mm-hmm. And um, he said, well, what's the story that you want to tell me a little bit about your background? And I was telling him about that time I spent after college and I went to Kosovo mm. for a couple of years okay. and he stopped me mid-sentence and he says, you write that. Mm. You write that because how many <clears throat> black women were in Kosovo okay. yeah, good point. and what were you doing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, being a diva? Because <laughs> I really was same. like a hair <laughs> turning. Like, oh my God, this place is filthy. This place is dirty. What am I doing here? I made a mistake. And then I left like this completely changed person. He was like, you write that script now. I you have a year. That. I agree. And I was like, now, okay. you got four months. <laughs> I was going to say, going back to your point, you know, um, uh, everyone's got something to say. Yeah. I mean, y'all just brought me in here off the street. So, so like, grab me by the shirt and, and I was like, sure, why not? So, so when, when you have that struggle, I think everyone has no idea what they're doing until they do it. Yeah. And that's Correct. the thing. Because like you said, you, you put on a facade that you're well bought whole cloth. And that's because <laughs> you you um, believed in yourself enough to do it, but you knew that shortcoming. You mm-hmm. didn't say like, no, I'm not, um, you know, I'm, the, I'm a pretty patient person. I'm working on it. You're mm-hmm. like, no, I'm impatient. That's my weakness, but mm-hmm. I know how to address it. And yeah. that's, that's the key. And Correct. I know how to fill my time. Yeah. I know how, yeah. I, I recognize when I am being that way. And so I, I, I counter it with something else. I will out 
outline a project, I will go back and revisit something. I'll go back and make sure this dialogue sounds right. There are ways that I can bide my time mm-hmm. to make sure that um, I don't act impulsively uh, and, and maybe sabotage my own success and happiness moving forward. So, you know, it, it's been a, it's been interesting. It's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been like this whole trip has just been I, I am I am gobsmacked. Like when I was driving here today, I was like, I don't know where to start. Mm. <laughs> I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. So I won't. I'm going to give myself time. time. Yeah, I'm going to give myself time. time to process it. And then I'll, my pro, my goal will be to not want to run in 15 directions at once, yeah. mm-hmm. which is always my impulse. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. I have to set up another plan like I did with the film. Right. You set steps, you set order, you get a plan, and you do it. Mm. And so that's that's what I'm going to do. My only caution, I would tell you, just remember this. Mm-hmm. I was just telling the writer this before I left out of town, came and sat in my office and we were talking about stuff and I said, you have to know that I'm going against you, right? And I don't mean like a deep competition, but it is a competition, right, in general. However, we're still able to help each other in our own ways, Mm -hmm. right? But you're going up against somebody who writes every day, Mm -hmm. okay, who puts out six or seven scripts a year, okay? So if you're not... You're missing the point. Mm-hmm. So you have to train yourself to be just as busy. How many people do we have coming here? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I wrote that script in two weeks. And then it sold to HBO, whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. And that was just script number 24. You right. see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. You got to find that ethic that makes you work every day, whether you're writing, whether you're reading, whether yep. you're listening, whether you're, whether you're, whether you're watching. Yep. You need to be doing one of those things every day. So yep. don't just sit in front of the video game. No, 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 no. I'm just generalizing. No, but you know what? That's actually, that's another avenue. Correct. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> because I, that's one of my, I, one of my other ideas was to, I was talking with someone, we were trying to identify why they fail, why the adaptations fail. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's because they're always movies. Mm-hmm. You can't take something that requires 30 to 40 hours of world building mm-hmm. and condense it to two hours. Correct. Now, if you did a 10 hour limited series, mm-hmm. it could work a little better. Right. And so I've, I've been toying with two of them and sort of re on my second or third replay to pick those moments, those nuggets that could be condensed into a, so there's a point to my super mutant mm-hmm. shooting. Right, right, <laughs> understand, right. understand. But before I came out here, no, every day was full of, I had a schedule, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you answer emails. I watched a couple of shows. I took notes and I was writing. I haven't written anything new because I've been in, in I was in pre-production for right. the longest time. It was more editing and editing for location and things like that. Right. Um, but I can't wait to have my mind mm-hmm. clear of, um, of the production end mm-hmm. and, and go back and start making more badass women absolutely for people to see I wanted to ask you how excited were you for E3 this year with the amount of black women we saw and natural hair and did you get to see like the conferences and I stuff? saw some of it and I did see the Wolfenstein video oh, and the yeah. woman had an afro and I was like okay yes <laughs> mm-hmm. and it looked yeah. good mm-hmm. and it looked good I was mm-hmm. like I don't hate this mm-hmm. usually it's when I open when I close and yes. you win, when you see it yeah. I, I have to catch up on some of the other uh the other uh, presentations, but from what I did see, I think we're 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 it's a slow gain, but we're kind of getting there. 
She's the leader of an opposition party against uh, the Nazis who've invaded the United States. She is fully clothed. And in her in the reveal of the character, she tricks the hero into thinking she's going to destroy him so she could find out where his loyalties lie. Oh, yeah, she pulls a pin on the grenade. Yeah, she pulls a pin on a grenade and throws it to see, will you save yourself? And he dies on a person to protect them. And she's like, okay, you're in. I was like, that's good. That's That's a good challenge. Nice. It's amazing. I want that. Yes. So, with all that being said, mm. I just want to put this edict out, because we've talked about a lot today, but I want to give some uh, pointers for people. Yeah. Uh, 2018, in February, uh, get your good clothes ready for Black Panther. <laughs> get your good clothes. Like, like, Come in your like, church clothes, like bitch. Good, Come in your like, church clothes. Like when you used to get your brand new school clothes, <laughs> or get your new clothes. Easter, or your Christmas outfit. Yeah. Your Charles Barkley get, get uh, it, suit. Get it together. Because <laughs> like, I tell you... I, I honestly feel like with the Twitter power in this room, we can make this happen. Okay, what I we call a, it? I want a Black Sunday church going of Black Panther. I want okay. everyone yes. top down okay. in your Are we wearing our crowns? Finest. Are we wearing our church hats? You know what? Listen. Get your crowns together. Get, get your, your crowns. Get your African garb. And your tambourines. Oh, we gotta and have pictures. Roll. I want to have your fans. fans. <laughs> I'm gonna meet you. Where are we seeing? Look, look, look. Adobe? Uh, you know what? I'm coming up to come see it. Let's go to Arclight. I need to come here Let's do it big. We gotta do it big. Okay. Well, we'll be meeting up in Sundance. We, yes. We'll get our plan of action together. Look. And we're doing Sunday Best Clothes for Black Panther because I'm ready. Hilarious. And then we're going to have the campaign and we're going to have people send in your pictures on Twitter <laughs> yes. and that show us. Funny. Show us your food stuff that you yeah. brought in. Don't be talking <laughs> shit no. and don't bring nothing. No. Uh, Hashtag. Talk, 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 come with Tupperware and be ready to take home your extra portion. That's okay. not what this is about. Don't be talking. And then I'm like, it ain't no photos. It didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. Like, show us your stuff. I also what are we going to call it? Hashtag Black Panther Holy Ghost and some shit <laughs> I also encourage Marvel to reach out to us and let us put this on professionally for you because yeah. I can oh, see it you know what? for yeah, you. Yeah, me too. Like, hey, it's going to happen regardless, but Marvel, if you'd like to be a part of it with us sprouting your names and like, your, I don't know, your logo brands on things, Here's where you I can make, make some friends. You know what? Happen. Maybe you can do something under the awesome under Black Girl Nerds and then just have everybody come out and then we have the church close Sunday and just right. make it, blow it out. Um, y'all think I'm playing? We'll put it in the slack. Get your clothes we'll together. Get your clothes together. Get your clothes together. Get your hair did <laughs> get your nails done yep. get your best sunday church hat have yep. your kids on their best behavior that's right mm-hmm. okay all right i'm not gonna be no talking in this movie you know have your seat <laughs> have your seat or for us grown folks who might be going to arc light have the good liquor don't bring that sh- that cheap stuff in there <laughs> don't be buying like the low shelf get the high shelf top shelf brands of stuff the stuff you can't reach the stuff you can't reach that you got to get a step ladder to a get lot. up there a lot of crown royal bags yes okay yep. crown, crown royal please listen and big purses mm-hmm. I, I, I dare somebody to come with a yeah. crown royal outfit Oh, you know somebody's just uncle's going to show through. up. Come, per, yeah. Just come through. And we've got to coordinate. Okay, yes. coordinate. <laughs> Look, we're putting it out there, but we, we're going to make it happen. Um, shout out to the people who support those black women who are making content, who are doing some big things. Um, goggle rocks for those of you who ain't. <laughs> White women filmmakers, we need to have your support, and we need you to stop erasing us. You sit up there and you're talking about feminism, and you center yourselves, but you forget about all the women of color who are just as badass as you are. You need to get your shit together. I'm going to be real, though. Y'all motherfuckers need to come up with a little consultancy firm or some shit 
that helps these white men and women. I've debated putting you it on my mean? website. Yeah, something we had, that you helps guys you. had our fake like PR. Yeah, Lisa's like, house shit, of sit down and yes. shut up. <laughs> like, and Lauren has hers too. And I figured like the more the merrier. Like we have our stuff on Twitter where we say stuff to people. Like Jacqueline and you know just over. yeah, yeah just we need to have like. I, I really think I will. That might be one of those things I add on my website when I get. You back may home. have to because it's like <laughs> a lot of people are doing stuff. Like it's like incredibly like. Shit goes down, and we tell people don't do that. And then a week later, they do it again. And yes. it's like you yeah. already seen the dragging. Yep, the wigs have been snatched. Our memories are long, and it's like yes. y'all need help. Yes. So we, we need y'all to do better. Yep. Um, couple of things uh, before we close out. I want to give a shout out. So a couple weeks ago, I was the uh, panel moderator for the premiere screening of Or Die Trying. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I want to give a shout out to Maya Hollis and Sarah Hawkins mm-hmm. for, one, uh, Maya for creating and writing um, I series. I saw the trailer. It looks amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you know what? I sat there and cried. Like, when I walked in really? and Maya pulled me in mm-hmm. and we had the, um, we got to see on the big screen, because they had it at the American Ca- the Academy mm-hmm. at Motion Pictures in the, I forgot the name of the theater, but it's the big fancy theater. Okay. And we walked in there and they had, like, the big projection of their thing and she and Maya grabbed my arm and walked in because you know I always get there like two hours before and get myself <laughs> yes. ready I'm like I'm going to host it and I'm going to moderate it and so I need to get there and literally I walked in because these young ladies came into our show and said we're going to do this and I said we support you whatever mm-hmm. you need and then to see it come to fruition mm-hmm. and then to see it like girl she grabbed my hand and started crying Really? And then her mom and her dad, and then that Aww. theater was filled up, and the people were there were supportive, and it was just an amazing experience to have these young women who are creating their own content, mm-hmm. who didn't have no money, mm-hmm. who people believed in their project so much when they lost one of their places, and mm-hmm. uh, Maya was telling them like, yeah, we're not gonna have it, and the people said, well, you know what, you ain't got the money to pay, we gonna do it anyway. Their center photographer, their DP, all their people, the series looks amazing. So if you go on Twitter, I need you to check out the hashtag is at o. Um, DT underscore series. It's or die trying series. It's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. There's eight episodes. They're only about seven minutes long each. It's a great series. Written by a black woman. Written by a black woman, yeah. a young sister who's doing big things. She's beautiful. Uh, executive produced by the wonderful Sarah Hawkins, who's just an amazing supporter of women in film. Mm-hmm. Um, Feminist. Kudo- yeah. yeah, kudos, girls, because when you see the babies doing big things, you got to support them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So please, please, please support these young women who are making their own content. Uh, those of you who've been listening to our show, Screeners Rant Room, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All those wonderful people who came up to me after the panel and were like, you need to do moderating for pro- professional or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I appreciate it. But it's like when you got good product and you're there for your friends, it's easy to talk about mm-hmm. them and their mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just gabbing. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks to all those people who came out and supported those young women and please check out their series. Thank you for Lauren for coming all the way from Canada. Every time she comes out, I feel mm-hmm. like she's coming out for me, but she's not. She's coming out <laughs> to do work. But in Lisa world, I feel like she's coming back to visit us. Um, thank you for all the amazing thing you do. Her clapbacks always keep me laughing. Yeah, she She's like the diva troll mm-hmm. when I know diva the otters with with when she just what, shirt. okay That's when the shirt. trolls come out the divaness <laughs> comes out and she just slaps them down mm-hmm. um, your otters when you put them up they make me laugh you are brilliant <laughs> you are amazing I expect Thank good you. things from you and I'm going to support you Joel for being amazing as always being smart um, just I mean 
when you have women who are critiquing and writing about film and who are vocal about that, we got to support one another. So yeah. thank you for coming in. I almost feel yeah, like I want to cry because you guys are amazing. I have emotions mm-hmm. too. Okay, and anytime <laughs> that black women are doing amazing things, you got to support them because I'm telling you, black women, we cape and we champion everybody on the planet. Mm-hmm. And the least you can do is support us because you know we're going to be there for you as we always do. But mm-hmm. this time around, there's so much erasure going on and there's so much misogynoir towards black women and especially those of us who have opinions who are trying to change things that that help everybody so i really need you to support these women follow them on twitter in fact tell us where you are and where we can find you guys um i'm on twitter uh at i am lauren p and you can also follow the nerds of prey um podcast account at nerds of prey cast on twitter um, I'm also on, I'm using Instagram a little bit more. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah, I finally, yeah. Love Auntie it. finally caught on. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm uh, the Valid Victorian on Instagram, which is uh, sort of a play on my company name. Um, and yeah, you can find me in one of those two places. And if you are doing uh, films and, or movies and you're not sure, uh, Lauren, like myself, she has her own PR firm. Uh, it's the House of Go house, Sit Down. Go somewhere. Sit Down. Go Sit Down, uh, shut up. Yeah, the House of <laughs> Shut down, shut the hell up. Hashtag ho don't do it. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag ho don't do it. Yeah. Hashtag nope. <laughs> so if y'all need some assistance, you and need that's to a go to Lauren. Offer, that is a way. serious yes. offer. Like hit up Lauren or myself because literally we will tell you don't yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe what you doing. Yeah. <laughs> don't oh. hurt yourself out here. Mm-hmm. Where you at, Joel? Joel? Yeah. Uh, I'm Joel Monique. You find me all over the internet at Joel Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Uh, you check the BGN podcast. We have this great, uh, all of our queer um, writers, creators have come up with coming out playlists on nice. Spotify. So nice. we release one like every day and we have a couple of like, Pride queer month, nerds oh, okay. coming out uh, doing their own. So uh, mine's not out yet, but when it does is 45 tracks of uh, Neo Soul uh, about my coming out experience, which I'm really funny. looking forward to reactions <laughs> nice. to that. And then um, please, please, please check out uh, Headlines with Headliners on BHL every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's raunchy, it's awful, and it's the news. It's fun. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I know there's one other thing that I feel like I'm forgetting. Just go check out Black Girl Nerds. Like, they're amazing. That's for her that. stuff. And what man, about you, Justin? Who's here? Your brother. Who's family? <laughs> All right. Um, y'all can find me um, at, uh, you know, wandering the sidewalks at odd hours of the day and night. Um, <laughs> 7 Eleven. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm responsible for at least a half dozen urban myths. Um, so, you know, I'll generally be uh, in the ether somewhere. Y'all can find me. If you, uh, you say my name three times in a mirror, I will appear. I promise. <laughs> Are you on Twitter or anything? No, I'm okay. not. Okay. Okay. Where are you at, Lisa? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Bitchflix, but Twitter is like my stomping ground. So, of course, you can find me there under the hashtag. A lot of times on Saturdays with Geek Soul Brother, uh, live tweeting under Saturday Night Sci-Fi. Um, I'm always lurking whenever Graveyard Shift uh, does her Friday Night Horror. I'm there. Um, another thing um, you might want to check out. I just lost my train of thought. I was thinking of it. Oh, uh, I just wanted to, to give a shout out. We talked about black girl nerds and everything. Yes. I want to let y'all know that I'm wearing my Universal Fan Con. She looks lovely in it. Uh, yes, the baseball version of it. Um, because I definitely want to do a panel mm, at okay. Universal Fan Con that deals with live tweeting and social media and black women doing uh, social media. If you don't so, know what Universal yes. Fan okay. Con is, it's, it's a convention uh, created by Jamie Broadnax and uh, a few others centering on... Uh, uh, 
the blurred community, black nerds, and and having an inclusive space for all. Yes. What city is it in? Usually? It's going to be in Baltimore. That is. Yeah. I am a. Are you guys not a member? Because I remember when they came through and they told us that when we we supported their their Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and then like after the Kickstarter went through and it succeeded, and blah blah blah, they went and surprised everybody and said, if you were an inaugural person, you can permanently now be a member of it and never have to pay for anything what? when you come. Mm-hmm. I was like, bitch, don't tell me that. <laughs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> so I, every year in Baltimore. So I'm looking forward to probably doing some panels. I'm trying to do some of the Graveyard Shift Sister, but I definitely want to do a panel that talks about black women, live tweeting, social media, not just black women, but just people of color mm-hmm. who make things happen. Yes. So I'll be looking to you guys to, if we're going to get into okay. that. Gotcha. So right, make cool. sure you follow us on Twitter. Um, check us out. Support those filmmakers, all filmmakers who are doing good work, who are doing the good work, putting up the good fight. And where can we find you, Hilliard? I am at Hilliard Guest. Oh, stop it. <laughs> His quiet Don't storm so voice. Now. <laughs> quiet storm. I'm just sitting here listening to y'all bitches go in. That's all. <laughs> uh, I am at Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. Follow the show, Screenwriters RR. Follow me on Instagram. Follow the show, um, Screenwriters Rant Room on Facebook. Give us a five-star review. We need that on iTunes for the metrics. We appreciate that shit. Um, quick little shout out to the family of um, Prodigy from Mob Deep. He yeah. passed away today. Um, so, you know, prayers go out to them. Like he had sickle cell. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're losing a lot of our, our, our great ones, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of them were dealing with a lot of illnesses that we weren't aware of, but they were still putting out for the fam, those of us who are hip hop heads. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely condolences to the fam. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know what I mean? And, um, God, I got so many things going on. Uh, I don't even know what to promote. Oh, I'm about to interview John Singleton for the yes. uh, Writers Guild podcast. Mm. Oh, nice. Okay. So I was supposed to do it on Thursday, and he had to postpone it to like probably the next week or something. Okay. Um, so look for that. Um, I'm on. There's a podcast that I love. I always try to encourage young young writers to listen to. You guys should check it out. It's called Paper Team. Okay. And um, it's really, really good. They're almost like, um, you guys ever listen to... Um, script notes with John August. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the younger version of them. Oh, but yeah. all they do is talk about baby writer stuff. Oh, nice. Okay. Really, Love really it. detailed. Love it. it sounds exactly like them. It's organized, not like our bitches. <laughs> 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 we, you see, we didn't have nothing, nothing planned. We just started talking about some yeah, shit. Yeah. Come on. I had some things planned. I, look, yeah, y'all, I had notes. Did. I came I mean, in. I had notes. To be yeah. fair, I yeah, did have had, some bullet you points. Had down there. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, we just like to have real talk, so we just be talking shit. So, anyway, we appreciate all you guys listening to the show um, and uh, you know how we do it on the rant room on this show we keep it real mm. we keep it opinionated what? we keep it what everybody 2017, 2017. peace y'all ciao Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind in the business, got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screen writing. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room. Red Room. Red Room.